Well, that was not how we were hoping the Tuesday night game would go. That's not how I was hoping one of my final trips down to the ballpark for 2021 would go. No, we're going to talk about that game. And I'm going to say something that up until this point, I said I wouldn't say. And we'll talk about Luis Castillo. That's all coming up on today's Lockdown Reds podcast. If this is your first time finding me, I do love the Cincinnati Reds. I am a crazy, addicted, super fan of the Cincinnati Reds, and that is why my heart has been ripped out. That is why today is a struggle of a podcast. Some should say that I shouldn't get this wrapped up in the Reds. Some should say that they shouldn't affect me so, but they do. And they always will. And we'll talk about that on today's podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app today on your mobile device. And you can join fans and insiders from all around the league on Spotify Greenroom. They're changing the way that we talk sports. All right. You are locked on Reds. Your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If this is your first time finding us, thank you for finding the Locked On Reds podcast. Whether you are on your podcasting, your favorite podcasting app, or you're watching right here on YouTube, make sure that you're following the podcast as we chronicle the daily comings and goings of the Cincinnati Reds team. There'll be lots to talk about this offseason, a very important offseason for the Cincinnati Reds as they try to figure out what their future is going to look like uh, again. And we'll see exactly what that entails. Lots to talk about there with the managerial staff, players possibly moving on, maybe coming back, maybe some new guys coming in, rookies coming up. All kinds of fun stuff is coming up this offseason. Plus, I'll have plenty of interviews with great guests. Hopefully get some players on here as well to talk about the season. I know we'll talk to Lucas Sims for sure. We'll talk to Bronson Arroyo for sure. You're not going to want to miss any of that. You can also follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs, and you can follow the show at Locked On Reds and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone. I want you to give me your thoughts on uh, what I'm about to say today on today's podcast 513-549-0159 and like i mentioned you can hit me up on twitter with that as well all right let's start off first let's talk about uh tuesday night's game tyler malley didn't quite have his good stuff uh you saw some strikeouts you saw some pretty decent at bats early on but about the fourth inning, you could tell he was starting to get a little bit fatigued. He was really doing that Tyler Malley thing where he throws lots of pitches to everybody. He went full on Mitch Keller on uh, Mitch Keller's first at bat, I believe. And it, it was at that point that everything started to turn. That was in the third inning. He, he kept the third inning clean, but then the fourth inning came along and you saw a home run. Then you saw a couple of runs in the fifth and then just absolute implosion by Michael Lorenzen coming out of the bullpen. Lucas Sims looked good. And so did Tony Santian. Tony Santian came in after Tyler Malley and looked phenomenal. Uh, but Michael Lorenzen blew everything up, but magnified by the pitching woes was the fact that the lineup couldn't do anything. 
And this was not, uh, again, this was a situation that the Reds should have scored runs. I told you on yesterday's betonline.ag I had to take the over. The over-under was set at nine. I thought, man, we're going to score some runs here. But Mitch Keller brought everything that he had and more, his A game for sure, to the ballpark. He limited the Reds to only a couple of runs. And then the Pirates bullpen came in and shut things down. Make no mistake about it. This is stuff that hasn't happened all year long. And then all of a sudden, these last couple of weeks, the Reds have decided to really boost the Pirates' confidence as they head into the offseason. This has been um, very disappointing to watch in how they have played against this Pirates pitching staff that, for the most part, was pretty bad. If you saw the numbers coming in on the guys that they would bring into the mound, there would be ERAs and the fives and the sixes and, and, and the fours. There were not, you know, really amazing numbers on these guys. So you're thinking, all right, the Reds are going to make some hay. And they even loaded the bases in a couple of innings, and they couldn't do anything with it. In the eighth inning, they had a leadoff double from Eugenio Suarez. They couldn't do any. By that point, they were down by four, but they couldn't even score Suarez after a leadoff double. They had loaded bases in the seventh inning with nobody out. In the middle of the lineup up, couldn't do anything with it. I mean, Castellanos, Votto, and then Kyle Farmer looking at strike three. I mean, Castellanos and Votto, those two outs were innocuous. They were unable to get runs off of the pop flies that they hit. (sighs) It, It was like some kind of a horror movie watching that. And that's why you're going you're gonna to say, boy, this guy has no energy if this is your first time listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast. And it's been sucked out of me from this team. I, I'm trying to figure some way to put a positive spin on this or at least make it, I don't know, lighthearted. And it's just not. The expectations on this team were far too great, far, far and above what they have done over the last month. I believe I saw something coming into this game. Their last uh, 20 games, they're 7-13. and 13. Now they're 6-14. and 14. Um, That's not going to get it done. And you're talking about chasing a Cardinals team that has now won 10 in a row. They beat the Brewers again last night. It's, it has been frustrating to watch this team play as of late. And because of that, I've got something that I'm going to uh, bring to you here in just a moment. Before I bring you that, though, I wanted to tell you about the Spotify Green Room app. It's This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join a conversation about baseball or football or basketball or hockey, whichever you're looking into. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to the big news or rumors. You can even find Locked On hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. Go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group, or you can join NFL, NHL, NBA, all that good stuff for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know 
when I go live. That's the Spotify Green Room app. Downline, download Green Room today. They're changing the way that we talk sports. And also a shout out, you can head on over to betonline.ag today and set up your profile with the promo code locked on. Just put it down. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can see that there. If you enter the promo code locked on, you will get 100% more on your initial deposit. Buy one, get one free. You put in a hundred, they'll give you a hundred. 50 50 all that good stuff over at betonline.ag if you're looking for a way to get off the bench and get in the game and make some cash off your sports knowledge do so at betonline.ag today set up your profile with that promo code locked on and you'll get 100 percent more you can bet on the mlb when you're talking about money lines for games run lines whether it's plus or minus one and a half or you've got over unders and great prop bets as well and with the nfl going on that's really what everybody loves to bet on including including myself, so you can get in on that action as well. Head on over to betonline.ag. Set up your profile today with the promo code locked on, and you'll get 100% more on your initial deposit. <sighs> All right. I've been resisting this. Um, I pretty much said I wasn't going to say this until it was absolutely certain, but it's certain. The Reds aren't making the playoffs this year. <clears throat> Time of death. September, what was that, 21st? Forgot what yesterday was. September 21st, 2021. The Reds fall to the Pirates 6-2, to two, and the Cardinals beat the Brewers 2-1 to one to win their 10th straight. The Reds are now four games behind the Cardinals in the second wildcard spot. At one point, the Reds were ahead. At one point, the Reds were in the second wildcard spot, but they, uh, they saw their surging rivals and they said, please, sir, you first Cardinals, you guys go ahead. You made some announcement about Yadier Molina having his last year next year. So whatever, we'll let you guys have this one. You guys have fun with that. Although I'd love to say that's exactly what happened. That is definitely not what happened. You can trace this uh, degradation all the way back to the offseason. Whenever they decided, whenever ownership, whenever the front office decided, they didn't want to pay for their bullpen anymore. Because the bullpen, for much of the year, here recently it's not been such an issue, but for much of the year was the issue. There were so many games that the lineup would build these awesome leads and score plenty of runs, and the starting pitcher of that game would pitch beautifully. And then the bullpen would come in and blow it all up, just absolutely set it on fire. That's been the entire season. And you, you look at missed opportunities along the way. The, the bullpen was a huge one. Uh, there was also many holes I felt coming into the season when it came to the bullpen. Shortstop um, probably could have used another outfielder so far as like backups. And for, I mean, uh, they just did not know what they were going to do with Nick Senzel. They never have. It felt like they drafted him, and they're like, okay, he's a third baseman. Now ah, maybe we'll play him in second. Ah, maybe we'll play him in center field. And then whenever he had problems with his health, they didn't know how to handle that either. They knew all of this coming into the season, <clears throat> but they didn't do anything about it. 
And because they didn't do anything about it, it was on the roster and it was on David Bell to overcome these obstacles, to overcome these deficiencies that were built into the team before the year even started. Because of that, there were plenty of missed opportunities. The bullpen in many games is something that I will mark down as a missed opportunity. But honestly, the most concrete missed opportunity resides in Arizona. When I look back on the 2021 season, and the first thing I think, I think a lot of people are going to think about the bullpen. The first thing I'm going to think about is the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Reds had six games against the Arizona Diamondbacks. The current record of the Arizona Diamondbacks is 48 wins and 103 losses. The Reds went one and five against the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Reds allowed 47 runs to be scored on them in those seven or in those six games. And they scored a grand total of 27 themselves to the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's, um, I mean, I'm not saying I would have expected them to go undefeated against any one professional baseball team, but if you flip that, you go five and one, you're currently tied with the St. Louis Cardinals for that second wild card spot. Uh, you can look at the Padres series. If they go 500 against the Padres, there were a couple of games that they were winning that the bullpen blew. If they went 500 against the Padres, they would have been a lot better off. There's lots of what ifs and missed opportunities. And that is what is so disheartening about this season. Because last year, say what you will about last year being all weird, short season, COVID, all that different stuff. They made the playoffs span of playoffs, but they made the playoffs. That was the year that they were really shooting for, obviously, with the moves that they had made in the years following up to that. But it is very obvious now that the plan all along was to go for it in 2020, and we'll just see what happens after that. We've talked multiple times with multiple people about the fact that we went through those years where the Reds asked us to hang on with them to be good fans, to just wait it out. It's going to be okay. We're going to get just some good baseball. If you just bear with us through these rough years, the problem is we were kind of hoping that that meant perennial good baseball year in and year out. Now, my wife made the point last night about this team as we were leaving the game dejected or I was dejected. Um, she said that, you know, ever since we've been together, which we've been together since 2016, that this is the best year the Reds have had. And she's not wrong. This is the best they've played since 2016. So that might be more of an indictment on the team as a whole, so far as it is a celebration of this year. But when you think about it, we were expecting the Reds to really go for it, to really start winning. They decided to take a step back. They purposefully didn't go for it this year. And if you're going to tell me that, well, Jeff, they made deadline moves to get relievers. What they did was replenish what they got rid of. It'd be like your roommate emptied out the milk. And so you're like, where's the milk? And then they went and they got a half gallon. If you're a cereal eater like myself, that's, that's only going to last you a few days. So, yes, Luis Sessa looks awesome. Justin Wilson, maybe. 
We're losing Michael Gibbons at the end of this year. Uh, were they better than Rysel Iglesias and Archie Bradley? I don't think so. Now you can look at the years that Iglesias and Bradley have had, and you can see that Bradley's had a lot of problems with injuries, and maybe he would have dealt with that as a red, and then we would have been – but that that would have been a different thing. That would have been – the Reds were still trying. The Reds were still trying to go for it, but they don't. They weren't. They got rid of those guys. They started off the season without them. They started off the season with a deficiency, and I know you've heard this all before. But it's worth repeating on this day in which I bring the eulogy for the Cincinnati Reds playoff hopes because it's bleak, man. I mean, this is to the point where they would need a Hollywood ending to make the second wildcard spot. They're not dead. They're not mathematically eliminated yet, but I think they're dead. They're not mathematically eliminated yet, but I think they're dead. I think I just said they're not dead, but I, I need to stop that. I'm going to drive myself crazy. That's why more so this is for me so much as it is for content for the podcast. It's it's me. It's therapeutic. I'm trying to admit this here because I've been going crazy, racking my brain how to positively spend this just poor month of baseball that the Reds have put in here the last probably about the last uh, couple of days there in August and September up to this point. Just unbelievably terrible timing for a bad streak, and they have collapsed. This is a uh, crash and burn. This is a collapse. We need to come up with a fun fun name for this. Um, the 2020 Reds crashing and burning just like some of you thought. I don't, I don't know. Maybe we'll. We'll, we'll workshop that, but, uh, yeah, tasteful little logo here. <sighs> Reds playoffs, hope or playoff hopes dead as of September 21st, 2021. All right, coming up. I want to talk a little bit about Luis Castillo to finish out today's podcast. Before we talk about that though, I wanted to let you know about the amazingness of Built Bar. Head on over to Built.com today and use the promo code LOCK15. You'll save 15% off your next order. Built Bar is the protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. And it's not like other protein bars where it's got that chalky feel. It doesn't feel like it's some kind of solid brick and nothing in your mouth. It has amazing taste because it's made with 100% real chocolate. And it's got great mouthfeel. And there's great flavors like Cherry barcia, Coconut. You can go get you some cookies and cream. They've got seasonal flavors, too, that come in and out all the time. Check them out today at Built.com. And when I'm talking about a 100% chocolate protein bar, I'm also talking about something that's got like 120, 130 calories, 4 grams or less of fat, 4 grams or less of sugar, and up to 18 grams of protein. I'm telling you, this fits into any diet, and it's going to make your snack game absolutely amazing. Check out BuiltBar.com, which will take you to Built.com today and get you some Built Bars for 15% off with the promo code LOCKED15. Like I said, you can get a whole box of one flavor. You can get a mixed box of three flavors, which is like six bars per flavor, or you can get the ultimate mixed box of every flavor, two bars a piece. That's Built.com and the promo code LOCKED15 to get yourself some Built Bar today. And bring your television into 2021. If you're using multiple devices to watch different shows, whether you have 
your your sports are on your phone and maybe you got movies on your tablet and your television shows up on your TV and you have to have your best friends neighbors log in just to get into the good stuff stop it get direct tv stream today at directtv.com you can check out all of the different packages that they've got whether it be a sports package a movie package you can get all of your favorite channels at directtv.com check them out today and learn how to bring your television into the future because come on we're using up way too much bandwidth if that is your television watching situation if you've got to run all of those at once and then say some you know junior wants to jump on the playstation it's not going to work do it today at directtv.com and get yourself some direct tv stream compatible device required contents vary by package um <clears throat> nope not that already talked about better line all right let's talk about our dude la piedra he's on the mound today going up against the pirates he had an amazing performance his last time out against the dodgers out pitched walker bueller and got the reds the win that was the kind of luis castillo that we expect to see the guy that we call our ace the guy who we expect to be our ace Luis Castillo shows that kind of talent in the biggest of games. It's going to be interesting to see because literally if you disagree with me and you still think that the Reds are alive in the playoff race, which mathematically, again, they are, it just looks really bleak at this point because they're four games back and they've only got 10 games to play. I'm telling you, it's got to be like a Hollywood indie because the Cardinals have been on a 10 game win streak. And they would have to go on a 10-game losing streak, basically. <laughs> or at least a five-game losing streak. And the Reds would have to go on a five-game winning streak to do this. So, with that being said, tonight's a must-win, period. And yeah, last night was a must-win. And the night before that, and all that good stuff. But with Luis Castillo on the mound, it's a must-win. The Reds cannot lose games in which Luis Castillo starts. Because I think we're only going to get two more. Got this, and then one more start from him this season. I hate the fact that we're to this point in the year where we're like, boy, okay. Like today I'm scheduled to go to the game. I got tickets to go to today's day game. No idea if that's going to happen because the weather looks super bleak. It's even worse than last night, which they got the game in last night without a delay, which was awesome. But anyway, um, but we're to the point in the season where we're talking about limited chances left for different guys. Uh, Nick Castellanos is chasing the NL batting title. He doesn't have a lot of time left to make up the ground that he needs to make up to win that, but he has been playing better as of late. Luis Castillo only has a couple more starts to really kind of revive his 2021 season he has a shot if he pitches amazingly and this is just looking individually for him if he pitches amazingly for these next two starts he could bring his era down below four and then at least we could look back on 2021 and say all right he was able to salvage what a terrible start that was it's so nice because those terrible starts in april and may just feel like they were so long ago when you see starts like he had this past Friday against the Dodgers. That's really the expectation that I have of Luis, Luis Castillo going forward. He showed that that is not something that is out of the realm of possibility for him, and that is exactly what I want to see from him pretty much any time out in the future. 
I know that there were rumors this past offseason of the Reds possibly shopping him, maybe looking to trade him. There were some people that maybe thought that he had plateaued in his development as a major league pitcher, and they were going to see what they could get for him. I kind of hope that that is a wrong assumption. And obviously there were no deals that they felt worthy to pull the trigger on. So with that being said, it's time for Luis Castillo to really step up. He's got two starts left and then he can really be that Cy Young candidate that we all think he can be next year. Because this has been, obviously, that full season after a shortened season last year. Everybody's been kind of thrown off. You've seen it recently, different guys getting tired, like Miley. And I, I think Mally looked a little bit tired last night. Goody, his first full season ever. And you can definitely see the fatigue in him in his last few starts. But Castillo has gotten stronger. And now, today, with like a bad weather game, this is another good opportunity for him to debunk some storyline on him because we all know what the narrative is with Luis Castillo. If the weather's bad, he's bad. Maybe he can pitch good tonight or today because it's a day game at the old great American ballpark against the Pittsburgh Pirates. But looking for a good couple of starts from him to get that ERA down into the threes. I feel like overall, when we're talking about a pitcher, if you talk about a pitcher who has an ERA in the threes, you feel a lot better about them than one in the fours. It's, it's funny because it's really not that big of a difference when you, in the grand scheme of things, but it would mean a lot. I think in my evaluation of Luis Castillo's year and probably for Luis Castillo personally, if he can get that ERA down under four, so we're hoping for that uh, for his next couple of starts. Reds and Pirates begin early today at the ballpark, hoping to go down myself. We'll see how that goes because I hear rain on my roof. I've heard it all morning. We'll see what happens. But that'll do it for us here today on the Lockdown Reds podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time, like I mentioned earlier, make sure that you're subscribed on the YouTube channel and you follow me on your favorite podcasting app. You can also follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and you can follow the show at Lockdown Reds and save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. But that'll do it for us here today. I'll talk to each and every one of you tomorrow.